This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he's good! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher back towards Adam Rich! You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Uh, it's the hope that kills you. Uh, whatever could have gone wrong did this weekend. Uh, we've gone from fourth and uh, a slim chance of automatics to seventh and out of the playoffs. I'm James Mappin and with me to discuss the 1-0 defeat at the hands of Wickham Wanderers is Liam Russell and Giles Cook. Uh, Liam, how are you, mate? You all right? Yep, sound, mate. Sound Good. little gig last night which was yeah. decent yeah good good stuff before we talk about that gig what's with the tash mate? <laughs> mate i had a stinker mate i had an absolute stinker so i thought before gig have a little tidy up of the beard you know yeah a little trim pick right you know pick beard trimmer up yeah thought it was set on number eight it oh, was set on yeah. number three you haven't have you oh. uh, so and i've not gone i've not gone on the side where you could hide it i've gone straight fit chain woof gone <laughs> So that's it, and I thought I'm leaving Tasha. There we are. Look like Ned Flanders, mate. I know, mate. I know. <laughs> shocking, absolutely shocking. You can see it double chin. Oh. Not very, not very happy. Well, but last time you were clean shaven. I mean, you're not exactly clean shaven um, now, but we're going back some years. 18, 19, I don't know. <laughs> A long time. Christ, Christ. <laughs> Giles, when was the last time you were clean shaven? Um, whenever I get a haircut, but I, I, I like a little bit of stubble to be fair. Yeah, yeah. How are you, mate? Anyway, you all right? All good, thanks. All good. Good. Nice to uh, nice to join for you to join us on a uh, oh, no. Sunday evening, mate. Were... Sorry, I've been I've been missing for the last couple of weeks, haven't I? Yeah, I've had some people tweeting in saying, "What's happened to Giles?" Like, <laughs> anyway, is he all right? <laughs> is he all right? What's happened to him? What's happened to him? And now we're uh, good. Uh, it's not just us three tonight. We're also joined by by Carlton Dickinson, who goes by the name of at Carlton underscore CD, or the guy that does all the Wednesday songs on Twitter. Carlton, mate, how are you? All right. I'm spot on, fellas. How are you? Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Cheers for joining us. Um, first ah, of all, having, 
These these songs that you do, like where did you know? I mean, first of all, they're absolutely class. Obviously, we had we we put the one on uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think that were the uh, the Gre- was that the Gregory one. I think that uh, the the Wimbledon one. I think I think that was the one the where first one that we yeah, yeah yeah and we were not the first one but the first one that that we showed yeah, yeah. absolutely pissing herself laughing. What what made you start doing them, Colin? To be fair, I started doing like the odd one last season to just sort of like keep pe- people's spirits up sort of thing you know like when we had minus six and everybody's down and all that yeah and then it was well, one of my mates like this season like well, come on then mate come on then come on so so some songs are and it just like just kept kept going from there and i just like i'm honestly though mate, I'm, just, I'm like driving to work or i'm at work with my radio on and i'm like a song comes on radio and i'm like Hutchinson, got it. <laughs> like, so you've got them all lined up then, ready in case people. I've probably score. got three, yeah, yeah. Nice. Three one. or four in the bank, in the bank ready to go. Wait, waiting for him to just score. That's the problem. I can't, can't score. Go away. Now, um, I mean, obviously, it's, it's got a bit of traction, hasn't it? Really, you've got you know Jack Hunt asking you, for, you know, where's where's the song going to be then, and you know Gregory's getting involved as well. Must be class that. Yeah, it's been nice with him. It's been nice. It's um, strange, like yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's not. And in all fairness, mate, like each week, it's 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 like more pressure, pressure, really, isn't it? That's the problem. <laughs> well, but, I was saying the week, my my pal's out in Dubai, and he's a Wednesday fan, and he's saying he's saying he's going to come back if we get to Wembley. Three right, okay. three days back from Dubai, just to look, mate. I, I sent him one other week, and uh, he keeps messaging. Anyone's something's going on. That's it. <laughs> so as soon as oh, it comes, how long does it take for you to actually make them? Do you know what the thing is? Like some of them just like come, come straight to me. Like honestly, it's weird. But to be fair, my um, wife. I shouldn't really say this on here, but my wife's a uh, blade. And um, oh, right. If she, I knew that, Carlton, I wouldn't have had you on. With, I know you wouldn't have. I know. I know. But she like. She some sometimes says to me, "Ah, oh, no, you you can't really use that that part. It just uh, ch- change this part and all that." Like, so she yeah, she likes them like as, as well. So it's yeah, it uh, varies real like with my times and stuff like that. Yeah. I, can, I can just imagine you now just doing these rehearsals like on a Thursday night, just <laughs> getting them ready for weekends. Has she not asked you to do any United United Boys songs or what? She wanted to on one of my Wednesday ones, like walk through the background with like a blade shirt on and I said to her I said honestly Twitter will absolutely hammer you so there's no chance like, honestly I just can't do it do it to you oh, it's not not nice <laughs> quality um, yeah well, let's I mean well before before we start talking about the uh, the 1-0 defeat um, I just want to give a massive thank you to everyone that's listening everyone that listens to the podcast um, we're in the top 50 for football podcasts on Apple Podcasts. We've also sneaked into the um, charts for the sports podcast as well, which is absolutely incredible to say where we've come from. And, you know, just little old me and Liam and, and Big Giles uh, talking about football, which is... Can't I be little? Can't I be little, Giles? <laughs> I thought that were a bit, you know, um, yeah. You're not really little, are you? <laughs> but no, it's, it's, it's fantastic. You know, everyone that's listening to get his, you know, into the charts and what have you and we're regularly in the top 100 as well for the uh for the football podcast which is like just absolutely mind-blowing when i look at the the stats and what have you so yeah just a massive thanks to everyone that uh that listens um right let's get on to the the match then one nil defeat against wickham uh obviously going into the game there were a slim hope of 
automatics. I know uh, when we finished last week's pod, you were like, yeah, we're going up automatic and everything. That's if if we won this game, oh, I right. think it was. <laughs> a bit of, back, bit of backtracking <laughs> there. But uh, yeah, Liam, um, going into the game, were you confident that we were going to turn Wickham over? Because it was a tough yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I was confident because like we've been saying, form goes out the window at this point for me. And yeah. We didn't think, let's be honest, did we think we were going to turn MK Dons over? Probably I was not. confident, but yeah, no, as a can. fan base, probably not. So, yeah, I was I was pretty confident, to be fair. And you think, like, obviously the game <clears throat> wasn't the best Tuesday night, but we got the three points at the end, so there's a boost there, and, you know, yeah. we'll come through a tough game, etc. all that jazz. So, yeah, I, w- I was pretty confident, to be fair. Yeah, Carlton, were you expecting a, a tough game against Wickham? Because... We, you know, we we know what they're like, don't they? Obviously, the, you know it's it's um it's not exactly a secret that the the way that they play. It's a, it was always going to be a battle, weren't it? Definitely. So, mate, I just think it's so hard playing against those type of sides because even though everybody says don't get dragged into their style of play, it's so hard when all they do is channels or cross field balls. It's then hard to pick up second balls, then try and play in it. It's 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 one of them, and I think it's. It's always hard to, to, to sort of stick to your own passing game when it's just a hoofball sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it kind of leads us on to starting lineup. Obviously, you know, it's not like Darren Moore to make um, no changes and he made four changes for this one. None of them forced, by the way, either. No no injury concerns. Uh, Dunkley, Hutch, Delabashiru and Luongo came in. Palmer, Byers, Hunt and Patterson all dropped out. Hunt even dropped out of the squad altogether. Um when you saw that lineup, Giles, what did you what did you think? I mean we spoke midweek and I think we we were all kinda in agreement really that Dunkley were probably going to play because of, you know, the the aerial threat that they've got and the style of play that they play and, and how he can nullify that. But did you expect him to make four changes? Maybe not four, but definitely Dunkley, like you said, coming in. Um I knew Hutchie was going to play. Because uh, he told me he was, he was going back in. <laughs> I, kept that, I kept that quiet. <laughs> um, so I knew Hutchie was was going back in as well. Um, obviously Hunt. I'm not sure. I was a bit a bit surprised with with Hunt. I thought he he might have played. To be honest, uh, I could see Byers. I can completely understand why Byers wasn't uh, wasn't starting because of the physicality of Wickham, and I think that's why more you know brought in Delhi. Yeah. Um, uh, back in, well, back in, and then obviously Luongo and, and, and Bannon as well. Obviously, he's not gonna, you're not gonna drop Bannon, are you? So that's that's what we said in midweek, weren't it? We were talking about Dele Bashiro and kind of is he gonna play? And then we were saying who is he gonna bring out? And he ain't gonna drop. Well, Luongo obviously came back in. That was gonna be a, a pretty much a given. Um, and yeah, he ain't gonna drop Bannon either. So it was just, I think Bias is just a bit unfortunate, really. It's not yeah, playing it, bad, is it really? And I think it's all just because of the size. I'll be honest with you. And I remember on the debate show, I think, was it Ian? Maybe Might Ian or, or someone else that was saying that, yeah, buyers can't get dropped. He was like, no, he's one of the num- you know, number ones on the on on the starting lineup straight away. So it was interesting. I can see why he did it, but you're always going to ask questions when it doesn't, when it doesn't go to plan. Um, yeah, it, it's tricky, isn't it? Because I think, to be fair, other than the Hunt one, I think all of them were pretty much expected. Maybe not um, potentially buyers, but yeah, yeah. buyers or buyers or Lungo weren't playing. Essentially, were they? 
Well, Dunkley obviously came in because of Vokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mate. I, I expected that. And I thought if Hutch was fit, that's pretty expected as well. I I thought Mass would play because... So did you think Dean wasn't going to play? Well, well, I didn't think... I mean, if Dean wasn't fit, it, you know, it was going to be Dunkley. But if obviously Dean was fit, he'd have played, but... Well, Darren Moore's come out and said that Dean was too much of a risk to take. You know, it, it were it were fifty fifty before you know on, on Friday and what have you. He said it was too much of a risk. Quite a lot of fans have said that too much of a bench, risk. Though, right? You what? He was on the bench, was he or not? Uh, yeah, he was. He was on the bench. Yeah. So again, you see this sort of this this shit really annoys me. Sorry, like he's come out saying he wasn't fit. He was fifty fifty. Why put him on the bench? Well, I don't think it was 50-50. It was were like, he didn't say whether he was or wasn't available for Saturday. And then Saturday comes round and, he, and he's turned up on the bench. And I think he said he were, it was just too much of a risk to start him. Now, quite well, a lot- it's too much of a risk. For me, he doesn't play. Don't, don't put him in the squad. Don't put him in the squad in my eyes. But you know what I mean? I, I just find that very, well, very quite, strange. Quite a lot of fans have said that um, too much of a risk. We've got three games left and we're trying to get in the playoffs. Like... That that is the time to take a risk. But my thoughts on that is the team, you know, Dunkley, Hutch, and Story without Di- without Dean because you've got to accept that this game was a bit of a I won't say an odd one, but Wickham are a side that aren't like a, a normal team that you come up against. Not like an MK Dons or whatever. They're a team that shit houses the way you know playing anti football. But they do it well because that's where they, you know that's why they are where they are in the league. So it's not like when you come up against a, a Gillingham or what what have you, and you know they do it, but they're not really effective at doing it. That Wickham are decent, so that's why Dunkley's played. If so, for me, when you look at the the back three that we've picked, I wasn't that worried that that Dean weren't playing. And for for me, if he's not, you know, if he's not hundred percent, and I think Darren. Moore oh no, no, right listen, I completely agree with you. Yeah. I was just saying that if a player's not. 100% right for me why are they involved yeah it's a strange right that's just how I am I, I, listen I completely understand why Duncan I'm not saying Dean should have played even if he was 100% fit then he probably would have been on the bench I think because of the physicality of the way Wickham yeah. the Wickham play right but I'm just saying if he wasn't fit why put him on the bench yeah I, to- I totally get what you're saying because then yeah. what if, so my, my, the reason why I say that is if say for example Hutch or Dunkley had got injured in the first minute which listen it could, these things can happen you never know yeah. 30 seconds yeah. warm up well yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll look at Ollie Dean seven what are it, seven or eight well, minutes it, you, know, you know what I'm saying right yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. point where then he if he's saying he wasn't really ready he put him on the bench he, he, who's coming on yeah well like I said only Darren Moore and Ollie Dean know how fit Ollie Dean was do you know what I mean like <laughs> But he's, he's not risked him. And like I said, for me, the team that he put out, I think were, were more than capable enough. And I wasn't think, I wasn't looking at it thinking, oh, it's easy after the event, isn't it, to say he shouldn't have done this and he shouldn't have done that and he shouldn't have dropped, you know, he shouldn't have dropped Hunt. But, you know, he's obviously... Yeah, and the thing is with Hunt, like, obviously, there's no injury there. He's been rested, whatever. There must be something else there. Like... He must he must yeah. be a bit tired or something because well, for him to for him to, to fair, come... I just think that it's just a case that he wants to get Mendes lying in the side somewhere. That's what I think the problem is with. It. I, I think Mendes lying at times affects games too much for us not to have him involved, which is why he's played up top. And I think that's why Hunt got dropped Saturday. Yeah, I, I agree with that because um, because to just get him inside. Yeah, I agree with that. Like Mendes Lang's played, and if you think about it, 
what's Hunt going to do off the bench? He ain't gonna, do you know what I mean? He's not like an impact player yeah, that's yeah. going to change it. So if you're not going to play him, if you're not going to start him, you'd rather have someone yeah. like Liam Palmer on the bench who can play a whole... You know, because Giles, your bench it needs to have a bit impact or versatile, doesn't it really? Like, mm-hmm. Because you've got yeah. to... If, if, you know, if Palmer's on the bench, he can play centre-back, he can play left, he can play right, he can play wherever, you know, wherever. Can't, can't harm playing centre-mid. <laughs> well... He didn't do it that great, did it? To be fair, but but, but, but you know I mean? so, so so for me, so for me, it's like Hunt have a start. No, I can understand. Or don't, I can understand. Don't, don't yeah. sit on the bench because he's these other players like Patterson again who can play in various positions. Yeah. you're not going to bring Hunt on to change the game. And if all right, Mendes Lang could get an injury or something. But that, we're talking like if buts and you know you're not going to. No, of course. Um, I think I was more I was more saying um, about Hunt not starting. Bench, I can yeah. kind of understand. You know, you're putting palms on the bench instead of hunt. I, you know, I can understand that. But I think I, I agree with Colin about the the trying to put Mendes Lang in the team. And I think I think you're spot on there, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's just trying I to think shoot on him in. In terms of all, all changes, really, to side, I don't think before a game, you see starting lineup, I don't think that there's that many shocks to, to starting lineup. And then obviously after the game, you, you, you can start saying why aren't Hunt played, why aren't he played, yeah. whatever. Obviously, hindsight it's easy, isn't it? But I, I think most of us looking at the starting side would have been relatively happy that certain players have come into the team. And, and you whatever. think you think that as well <clears throat> with Bashiru and um, Mass playing, you do lose that bit of pass, you know, quality of pass from buyers and whatever else. I might you have think, put it into their hands, really. And you think and well. you think he wanted to use Mendes Lang as an output down the wing? Because let's be honest, you'd put your money on Wende, uh, Wendes. Wendes. <laughs> Wendes. Wendes. <laughs> Who's it? <laughs> Wendes Lang. <laughs> Maybe that's his new nickname. Um, Mendes Lang. a song about Wendy over here. <laughs> I'll get one going. Um, <laughs> but no, you'd, you'd put your money on him beating a man over Hunt on, in a foot rate. Like, on, you know what I mean? Yeah, In of my eyes. So, and obviously... We had mixed reviews on whether he played well in the last game, but I thought he did, and he won us the penalty. So, well, Damausen certainly thought he was man at match anyway. So, uh, yeah, um, let's get onto the game then. Obviously, the first big um, talking point is obviously the the goal that wasn't a goal, according to the referee. Unbelievable! I must have watched it about four hundred and fifty six times. No exaggeration. And the only conclusion I can come to is. Carl, and you said it before we started recording, that Luongo kind of blocks off the keeper. But I don't think it's a foul, though. Carlton, is it? So I think that these days, man, whether it's a foul or it's not a foul, I think keepers just get them fouls straight away, don't they? And I think what makes it more frustrating is the referees actually gave the free kick and then he's pointed towards Dunkley rather than Mass. On yeah. the keeper, because so I think that's what that's the most frustrating part. Because Dunkley's got me. absolutely wrestled to ground, hasn't he? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I can't yeah, believe I've even got. Yeah. I can't believe I've even got his foot to it. To be honest, like hey, he's right. We did right well to be fair to him, um, but, but yeah, it was just unbelievable. I, just, I, I was saying, I went, I, we, I drove back to Sheffield last night and went for a few beers. And shock, every, shock. <laughs> and I bumped into a few Atlantis on Wednesday. And literally, first thing we said, have you seen that disallowed goal? Have you seen that disallowed? Getting clip up on phone. Oh, 
you know. Yeah. You know, and it was just unbelievable. And you know what frustrates me? People, well, we're going to go on to yeah. reactions to end of it, and whatever yeah. else, but people going, oh, clinging on to a disallowed goal, and it's like, it's not clinging on to it. It would change the game. Yeah, it's massive, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, like, Giles, you've obviously seen it a few times. Like, can you see what, what referees kind of blown up for? Because No, I, I just saw it again before, we, before we've come on, and I can't believe it wasn't given. I can't I, listen. I didn't. I wasn't looking at the goalkeeper that much, so I'll look at it again and, and look at Mass and see if he really did block him. But what I saw, I thought it's a clear, clear goal. I mean, and the other guy. These, got these small his... things make a massive difference. Make a massive. If, if that had gone in, it would have changed the whole game. Yeah, because one nil up. I mean, I don't they, know. How many... They'd have had to go for it. Yeah, I mean, and, I, I will and look... change maybe change the style. I will look. We in... should have played into our hands, wouldn't it? Yeah, they struggle when they do go behind. Uh, I think they've only won one game. This season, uh, drawn eight from when they do go behind, so you know they they do struggle because obviously that, that doesn't that goes against the grain. They've got to come at your teams then, and that's not their their kind of style, is it? Really, they they, they want to sit there and soak it all up and and catch on the counter. But yeah, for me, it was just such an awful decision from the ref, and yeah, it, it has it has turned the game massively. Um, I mean. Then obviously we'll, we'll we'll might as well talk about their goal. Um, Giles, you you think Luongo were were at fault with the uh, with the goal ball watching? One hundred percent. Yeah, I blame him completely. And I know Liam's probably thinking, "Oh, don't Liam's absolutely talk seething. about my man like that." Who was who was the who was the throw aimed at though? Down the line. Listen, the throw might have been shit. And the bloke, and, and the bloke runs from behind whoever it is who the throw's going to. But if you so. see, it, if you see it, the guy when when the guy cl- uh, clears it down the line, he's he's literally in front of Mass, and Mass sees it and lets him run past him. Doesn't stay, doesn't, and then it's too late. So if he's I, gone. I, I was saying I'd not seen that. I didn't really look at that. Wait, bit, wait so. till you see it. Wait till you see it. And I'm I'll trust you, Giles. I'll trust you. I'm yeah. telling you, I, 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 was think, I, was I, think you I think you might be a bit more in the know than me. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah. Honestly, I was I was trying to look. Of course, for me, I'm not sure why Hutchie's taken that throw in. I think it should be more Marvin Johnson. Uh, so straight away, I'm, I'm questioning that. I don't yeah. know if he was trying to take a quick throw in or... I don't know what happened there, but I definitely Hutchie shouldn't have been on the throw from the beginning. But after that, I think we could then talk about, I put it in the group that we're in, didn't we? I said, once the throw's been thrown, then the back, the back line needs to step up a bit. And I think if they stepped up two yards, I think Dunkley probably would have, would have won the header. Yeah. But because they're a bit labored, a bit slow, they're walking. So they've walked up instead of that, a little jog up. That split second and that two yards has made Vokes flick it on. Obviously, then Mass is, is ball watching, run past him, and then it's it's curtains from there because what do you do then? Stories and you know he's got two two right, two attackers, yeah, yeah, and then it's crossed it's crossed uh, sorry passed across and it's it's a tap in. So one of yeah, them, was one a, of their goals if someone does it against you playing FIFA, you're fuming at. Across the box. What do they call it? A noob goal or something like that. Something oh, like that. Yeah. No, no, listen. So there was a few errors, but I think the, the, the main error was mass in my eyes. But you know what though? All this season, obviously, you know, I've gone to pretty much every single home game this season. You know, I've not really gone away, but one frustration that I've got, we all shite at throw-ins. Like, absolutely awful. I don't know what you think about that, Carlton, but it seems that when whenever we've got a throw-in, 
we're static. There's no movement, and it's it always seems like we're you know they've only got one man to throw it to. Yeah, it does seem like it, it's um, yeah, it's like and as Giles said, that's that's pretty much where goal goal started from really. Um, just start. <laughs> He must throw that line really into it, but it's it's just that 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 braveness, isn't it? Just yeah, yeah. It should be. It should it, maybe I mean, from me. Yeah, definitely. Giles, like, I mean, we've got uh, Callum Patterson. I know he didn't start um, start the game, but why why are we not utilising? I mean, this is not the goal. Obviously, we've kind of moved past that. We're talking about like how crap we are at throw-ins. But you, why we're not utilising the throw-ins more effectively with we, we like Callum Patterson? Well, we should mix it up. I don't know. But I find it strange that that we're shit with throw-ins because you've got Bannon, you've got when Byers plays, you've got Mass, Delhi, you've got players that are so comfortable on the ball that why why yeah, are we not finding it's them? It's weird. It just see, it seems like no one shows for him. Yeah, what, what, when I you, find when that strange. You're, you're why, playing why now, obviously playing for Grimsby. Like what... What do you, what do you do for throw? Is the what do you get told to do from throw-ins? Like we're shit from throw-ins as well. Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but John, go on, as, a, as a footballer, then what what there should be more than one player showing for the ball, surely, shouldn't there? Definitely. But I'll be honest with you, I've had managers that work on throw-ins. Yeah, like, well, we need to. They've got so many different Peel routines <laughs> and different you know different scenarios of what what they do, and they can get out. Throw-ins are massive because throw-ins can lead to goals, like we've just seen you know in the game. I know it was a mistake, but on the defensive part, but obviously if you're attacking, you can still, you know, create a goal from a, from a throw in. It, it just looks like, like I said, you, you know, nobody shows for it. it I mean, you look, I mean, one, we never take a quick throw in for starters, like never, ever the ball goes out. It just seems to just slow down and it's almost like they're just looking for that one player. And then it's just, it's so well, how damn long, obvious. How long can Patterson throw a ball? Is it, is it? Yeah, it's a decent. He could probably throw it from, I would say, Wow. If he's 25, 25 yards out and he can get it hasn't into the Dean's box. got a long throw as well, hasn't he? He's got a decent throw in him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, this but person never never throws the ball. He's, well, obviously he has done for us to know that, but it's not. It's it's rare this season. But the thing is, earlier in the season especially as well, when we had the injuries, and unless you're throwing Dunkley up there, Patterson's probably the one that you want it being thrown to. Yeah, no, so. but come on, like, throw it into the box. Get it into the mixer. Like, oh, yeah. Listen, we'll listen Wrexham, Wrexham have a player, I don't know if you know, Ben Toza, I think his name I've is. I've heard of him, yeah. Ten and a half, the longest throw ever. Anywhere, and this is no lie, in the half, in, in, in the... Um, in their half, yeah. Oh, yeah half, in yeah. their half, he's throwing it in the box. Yeah. I'm telling you, and, and I'm... Oh, listen, I'd love for you to get the stats up. How many goals they've scored from it I'm telling you, a lot. I mean, I mean, obviously as well. You throw it in there, and they make a crap clearance. I know yeah. what you're saying. It could, it could, it could yeah. what we're doing is we're throwing it to nobody, and then it's just not not getting anywhere. Like, you know I'm what not, I mean? I'm, like you said, I, I, not every time, but I think you've got to have a mix, yeah. mix it up. But then I, I, again, it comes back to my point. I just can't believe that you're telling me that people aren't showing. Baz, Baz the, the, the technician that always wants the ball. Yeah, surely it, seems, it seems showing, all, giving- all season as well. We were saying it at the start of the season when we weren't, you know, we we're going through a tricky patch and whatever else. And it's, that's one thing that's not really changed, does it? No. Are you sure it's the players not showing or is it the, the person throwing the ball not not throwing the it? Players the players aren't moving. They're stood still. Really? They're just, they're just walking. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I've not played football at any sort of level. I've not played football football for ages. 
But I know that you know you kind of it's movement, isn't it? You got to move. Like if you stood yeah, still, yeah. you're going to get marked, and they're not going to throw it to you if you stood so still. What do you do? Just always throw it down the line. That's it. No, they do. I tend mean, in, to the, throw end, it to in the end, someone does show it. There's a lot of times when it takes forever for us to take a throwing as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's like it just it just adds to that frustration, especially at home. Uh, you know, if the if the game's not going our way, it's just like you're come on, tempo, like you? You come just on, let's do it quick. Get yeah, it in there. you just you just stood around. You're not doing anything. I mean, I mm. Maybe we're blowing it a bit out of proportion, but it's just something that just really especially, frustrates. Especially me. in the middle of the park, like in the mid, you know, yeah, halfway line area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, the last, the final third. A lot of the time, Gregory peels off and he gets it, whatever. But yeah, there needs to be more players showing for it. Like you're making it hard for you know, it's just easy for the def- defender to to pick the ball up and boot it away. And and you know, there's a like you said, it's a chance in it. It's a chance of getting the ball in the box. You know, making it into something. And I just feel like we we're, we're missing a trick. And especially when Callum Patterson is on the pitch, which I know. You know, quite a lot of people would would quite think that. Well, hope that he's not on the pitch uh, at all, really. But when he is there, I feel like again we're, we we can, like you said, Giles, we can mix it up. We can do something we're different. Not utilizing something we've got. It's just too predictable at the end of the day. Like and mm-hmm. in football, you've got to be unpredictable, aren't you? Really? Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean, that's especially that's if it's not going your way and you're trying I'll to. Give, I'll give Baz and Hutchie a message and tell them to to. Sort that out. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, after the last couple of debate shows and what have you, someone's clearly listening because we keep calling it every week, don't we? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Um, we've talked about him a couple of times. Um, Shea Dunkley. Obviously, there's been question marks over you know whether he should or shouldn't play uh, in the side this season. A lot of people, including us, have said that when he does play, he's looked really, really shaky and what have you. And other than that spell where he was good, yeah, there was a short. Well, it, period. Were, it, it was quite a few games, weren't it? We, Palm, uh, Johnson and Palmer. Yeah, but we're all, we, we didn't concede goals, but he was solid. Yeah, but re- recently, he has looked since he's come back from his injury, he looked a bit, a bit shaky, and a bit nervous on the ball and what have you. But anyway, he, he started against Wickham. Um, for me. He's won absolutely everything. Well, he hadn't won absolutely everything because he didn't win. I think he won something like that one. <laughs> well, yeah, that that one that they've uh, that yeah. they've scored from. <laughs> but I had a look, and he's won fourteen um, aerials compared to Sam Vokes's five. Uh, won seventy eight percent of aerial jewels. And let's be straight, he's come in to do one job, hasn't he? Um, Shea Dunkley. He came in to nullify the threat of uh, of Sam Vokes and. For me, he's he's done that. Yeah, he's not a great footballer and he's not great with the ball at his feet. But this were a different game, weren't it? What what's your Carlton? What's your take on um, on Shea Dunkley? Were, were you? I don't want to say pleased that he was starting, but can you, you can obviously see why Darren Moore's picked him this week. To be fair, yeah, that's that's just his sort of game. Like like isn't it when you're going to these places and it's a small ground and, and it's that style of play, that style of direct path that's his sort of game to come into I, th- I think like you've just said like when we're at, at home maybe and we're having 70% possession that's when you don't want him in your side really because he ain't the the best on the ball but I think in terms of Saturday I think that's the perfect game for him to come in and like you've just said dominate most mostly in the air yeah I but mean I'm like, like I just said that one time yeah folks he, he averages 10 aerial duels won a game he won three. Like, I'm not being funny. Like, Dunkley's just—it's almost like I, I liken it to American football. You know, when they bring that kicker on, 
just to do that's all that's the only job he does he just kicks it he does nothing else just kicks the ball that's kind of like Shea Dunkley this week and he's just come on just to win the ball in the air with Sam Vokes and yeah and it's like you were saying before the before we started that yes like we say it might have been you say it's an error I know Giles said obviously he could have been quicker um, moving up but it's just one that he's not. And if he hadn't won all the, like you said it to me before, if he hadn't won all the others that he did win, it could have been more. So he's done. He's he's played well for me. He's done what he's he's done what he's been asked to do. You know, like you say, the lad normally gets ten wins, ten aerial duels. He's won three, and that's literally all you need to say. He's done what he's been asked to do. Yeah, he's not going to win them um, all, is he? Yeah, but I'm not. I don't think one once saying that he needs to stay in the side. Because I think, like I said, that was just a what? It's just a one-off, in it? Or, or do you, or do you think he does keep his, you know, his place in the side? It's clearly going to be a whole Charlie Dean and story in it, like against. Flint yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuesday. Well, if he's, if Dean's ready to go, then yeah, it's got like it's got to be on it for me. Yeah, yeah you can't have some someone where Dean's called to and is fit, not starting, can you? Really? No, you, he's pretty much nailed on in it, and there's no comparison with. Shade Uncle, to be to be fair, um, not at all. Um, there's another thing that I want to talk about. Obviously, we've talked about the two goals. There was a massive penalty shout as well, weren't there? In the was it in the second half? Was it? It, it was the game one nil at that point. I can't remember if it was one nil or it was nil nil. But huge, huge penalty shout. Was it handball for you? Well, it is and it's whether you <laughs> it's whether you you think he's put his hand up to stop the ball or whether you interpret it that he's, well, you say to stop the ball or to protect his face, but you're sticking your arm out outside your body. It's not like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, to be I, honest, I ain't got a clue what the rule is now on handball. Well, it's, they, change, Giles, they, they change it that often that I don't. I don't yeah, Giles, you're probably more. I'm, I'm with Liam, mate. Honestly, I'm there, but the rules are ridiculous now, aren't they? They change them every year on handball, don't they? Um, pretty much. Yeah, I haven't, yeah. Seen, I haven't actually seen the penalty incident. I it don't was know. it was close. It was close, but it wasn't like we're sat here close. No. It was a couple of yards. And for me, if you're moving your arm into the path of the ball and it hits your arm, no matter if you're covering your face up or whatever, it's hit your arm, man. It? It's you. You've you put you. You know, you put would your it, arm in the fly of the ball. Would, so, would v, I know everyone hates VAR, but would VAR have given it, would you have thought? I don't know, because the angle, you know. I think so. I honestly do think so, because I think it's it's pretty close, but it's far enough away for him to not have his arm there. And I don't think his arm's in a natural place, Mr. Self. Yeah. So I do think with VAR, I think would have probably got it. I mean, I don't want to sound bitter and twisted and what have you. I don't want it to come across as we're just whinging that, oh, referees choked a goal off and referees not get a penalty. But the big big moments in games, aren't they, Giles? They, they are huge turning points. And as a as a player, when when these decisions don't go your way, like it's got to be hard mentally to you know to to keep going. And I mean, you've got obviously you've got to keep going, but everyone's human at the end of the day, aren't they? Do you know what I mean, you, these things like start creeping in, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Listen referees decisions are you know they can change games uh the 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 way that the game can can escalate from a decision the referee makes is crazy because like you said if you're given a penalty the yeah. game's changed isn't it let's be honest yeah. but yeah. on the reverse of that you know we can't we can't 
be bitter and say that we lost the game because of the because of the referee. No, I mean, look, that's, that's one thing I wouldn't say. You know, we did we do enough to win the game? I'm not sure. Nah, I know we had a few chances, I, but I, I'm I'd, still not sure. I'd probably say not. I, I think yeah. a draw, yeah. a draw would have been. Yeah, yeah, a draw. I think a draw would probably be fair because I don't think they really no. apart from their goal. <laughs> They've not done anything, have they, really? They haven't really fair. done nothing, exactly. Yeah. But I think it was kind of a scrappy 50-50, sort of nervy. It looked like it was, a, a you know, two teams yeah. fighting it out I think for, like, for a playoff spot, really, to be honest with you. Like you said earlier, Carl, you said that we kind of got dragged into their yeah. style of play. That was probably my main... Well, I, think more, I think more might have known that, you know? I think he... He might have thought that that, that was going to happen. Mm, it was a bit annoying, I'm not going to lie. That was my one. Yeah, maybe. the first half, I thought we played some decent football. Yeah, yeah, we did. And we created a lot of chances. How many chances did we create in the second half other than that Patterson absolute sitter and that he missed? Dunkley from another corner. Yeah, Dunkley. But, but apart from that, you know, there's 45 minutes yeah, and we yeah. didn't really create no. anything. They didn't really create much either. What, what I saw, I don't think we played badly though. I'm seeing, no. I'm, you know, I'm seeing a few tweets saying that it was a poor performance. Yeah, and a few like, Darren Moore out tweets as well. I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was a poor performance. No, no, it was. It was a. Like you say, it's, it's such a weird. They're such a weird team to play. And then, like you say, you don't come across them that often. That type of so. Like people, everyone saying anti football, whatever. Anti football. But it's hard to play against them, and it's just well. Yeah, we, we mentioned it midweek. The in there, they keep causing problems. He knows, don't they? he knows they set up and they're good at what they do. Whether you <laughs> like it or not, they're good at what they do, and that's same it. as Rotherham. Same as Rotherham. Well, I don't. I think Rotherham play got a bit more about him, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think they play a better football. The, you know what? They're the same as Gillingham. Maybe a little bit, but I don't really think Rotherham play great football. They're, like, they're, 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 they're the good Gillingham. <laughs> they are. They are they're exactly that. They're a good Gillingham. That is literally it. They're just good at being shit. Like, all right. I mean, I, I got drawn into a few um, comments on Twitter earlier on, which I perhaps shouldn't have really, but uh, but yeah, like they all came out in force, all the Wickham. They've even got, I shit you not. They've even got a branded bingo card for all the excuses and all the like, you know, anti-football. What else does it say? Uh, tin pot club. All these. That's how. That's how bad they are, and that's how you know how much people probably slag them off. Like I said, they've even got a bingo card, and apparently I got full house. So, um... <laughs> did you win any money? No, I just oh. got a, a few um, a few more tweets that oh, uh, that's yeah, a shame, isn't it? Slagging me they off and what have you? Shit, they don't win anything. I know, yeah, it's a crap game of bingo. That, <laughs> if you don't win full house, and you don't get anything, not even not even a pine. But uh, yeah, I mean, we created a lot of chances though. It was, you know, we didn't create a great deal in the second half. I was looking now; we've had fifteen shots. It's like the same old, same old, isn't it? Yeah. Not not converting the chances. Carl, you must have seen Patterson's sitter. I mean, I thought we missed a few sitters against um uh did we play midweek and we've got crew, yeah. <laughs> um crew on Tuesday. But that was a sitter that that Patterson missed, weren't it? may maybe so, but I, I I think we've probably been a bit harsh on him to be honest. I think he's on stretch a little bit, which I think and start start is coming behind him. Um, so if maybe I would say it was a sitter. Shout, maybe he can come. I, think, yeah, I don't, right. I don't I think there's a sitter. I think James is being a bit harsh. Stretching. I think the I think the the game situation and the game that it was 
makes everyone. Yeah. It makes it that frustrating, doesn't it? And, and I'm not yeah. going to lie, I thought it was just when I was watching it. My head in my hands. I'm thinking, what the fuck's he done? Why has he missed that? Go on then. Mm. I, I suppose this is the gauge of whether it's a sitter or not. Giles, would you have scored it? Yes, of course he's I missed would. A, he's missed the no, sitter. He's missed the sitter. No, listen, that was. That, I don't think it was. I don't think it was an easy chance. I'll be honest with you. It was. It, I think he could have hit the target, but for you to say it was a sitter, nah. I think. I think uh, Liam's probably right. It's it's the whole. You know, you're just getting more frustrated as time goes on. I can't remember when it when that chance was, but it was pretty late on, weren't it? To be fair, and you're thinking, we're, you know, we're not getting many chances at all. And when you do get a chance, you're just hoping for it to go in the back of the net. And um, yeah, it's just like I said well, at the I top suppose, of the Sorry, mate. I suppose for for somebody with Patterson's quality in the air, you would probably expect him to hit the target. Yeah, exactly. I agree. With that, that is his game, really. Well, it's just probably proven that he's a defender, maybe. <laughs> centre half, isn't it? <laughs> Definitely centre half. Yeah, um, we had a bit of in the, in the uh, Patreon WhatsApp group. Had a bit of a ding dong. Um, one of the uh, members said that he didn't think that we turned up, which I kind of disagreed with. Uh, Giles, we've we've said this before, haven't we? About about comments of players not turning up. Now, for me, if I hear that someone's or a team's not turned up, that that kind of says to me that we've just kind of gone through the motions, we've not tried, you know, just not you know not tracking back and things like that. But players don't go out there to not turn up, do they? That's, have you have you seen players not turn up? Other no. than other than you for training? <laughs> no, I'll be honest with you. Listen, all players want to want to play well and they all want to give it their all you know I know a lot of fans think that maybe they're not giving their all and they're not playing for the for the badge I'm listening really you yeah they, listen players can't always play well Sunderland <laughs> right the best players in the world don't play well every game yes they'll play better they'll play consistently well more than others that's why they're at that level and that's why we talk about them being one of the best in the world but they still have games where they're way below average and the thing right. is, it's uh, like Sunderland 5-0 when we lost 5-0. I think you've got a right to say we didn't turn up that day. Yeah. But when you lose 1-0 to someone who's battling like you are to get within the top six, maybe higher if we'd have won yesterday. But it, you can't, I, I just don't. And, and we put the effort in. Like Pete, It weren't like we were, you know, running around. For example, Dunkley won all their aerial jewels, whatever. It weren't like we, they were just plodding around the pitch on well, beach. You know, the, you know sorry, I mean? to go back to the Sunderland game, I felt like the goals came at, you know, a very, very bad time for us. And I wouldn't say so much that we, well, you could say that we didn't turn up, but I, for me, the more disappointing thing, I felt like we gave up. Yeah. Well, yeah. My, it, it was 3-4, it was like, it was, it was game over. Yeah, yeah the, point, the point for me was, I think you got more right, purely just from a 5 nil loss saying we didn't turn up compared to yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, of course. And like, and like you say, it makes it, and I don't know if, like I say, people view it wrong of not turning up, we didn't have a good day, or not turning up, they didn't put the effort in. I don't know. Yeah, that, that, maybe it was, I, I take it as, did the players have not, tried and things like that yeah, which you see but let me say something to you so when a player plays badly or doesn't play well does that mean what does that mean they're not trying does that mean no, it's, it's just sometimes like anything like when you're at work or when you're doing anything things don't sometimes go according to plan and the problem you've got with football is you're trying to do one thing 
And guess what? There's another team trying to, one, stop you, and two, trying to do what you're trying to do and score a goal. So things aren't going to always go to plan. Like, the things they work on in training aren't always going to come off. They might do, but they might not. Like, they might do against some teams, they might not against others. It just, sometimes, you don't have your... You know, it's not your day and, and players you, you know yourself Giles like one one game you have an absolute stormer next week you've had an absolute stinker and, and they're probably the same week nothing's changed in training nothing's changed in anything apart from you just you know your touch is just not quite there or whatever and I think you can you can tell when a when a player is really not bothered sacking it off I think you can you can tell especially now there's stats you know yeah. galore yeah you know, when, you, when you're wearing them uh, the GPS bras, is exactly. as I call them yeah so you know if you're looking in the you know normally you're in a group and they put all the stats and the your GPS results all in there right if you can see that everyone's running 9, 10, 11k and you've only run 7, 8 and you're high intensities you know then you you, you start asking questions right yeah yeah exactly right. Like I said, I got on my eye also a little bit about that one because I just didn't agree with it whatsoever. Um, but yeah. No, definitely. I think what I saw in the game, I didn't see, I just saw extended highlights, right? But it didn't seem like we were, were bad, like proper shit. I just think it was a tough game. Um, and I, like I said, I think a draw probably would have been a fair result. Yeah, definitely. Now I'm just going to read uh, read out some of the three-word match reviews that, we, uh, that obviously we asked for as well. Obviously, this... This were at ten past five as well, so not long after the final whistle. So some of them um, could have been a bit like knee jerk. What was his name? Knee jerk Nigel, were it or knee jerk Neil? Can't remember. I, so I, very, I very very nearly replied to that when I was drunk last night because <laughs> I saw it before you even put it up this morning. I was like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's let's read it. Let's read a few. Um, one here from uh, from Ben. Uh, simply no bottle. Um, Mand um, or Mandy, I think it is uh, the Wednesday way. <laughs> Could say that about quite a few uh, performances this this season or results. Uh, Matt Owl, poor final third. You've got to agree with that, really. Like that's more like it. Saying we've got no bottle, I just think that's fucking stupid. To be perfectly, I honest, think that's but... sometimes just a... <laughs> um, like having no bottles, nesting challenges, not battling, and we battled. You know, they, they created. We both had three shots on target each. They had six attempts. We had fifteen attempts. So it's not being clinical. Like poor final third. You know, we were so that that sums it up for me. Poor final third. Like the you know the deliveries weren't good. A set piece delivery weren't good. Um, Barry yeah. Bannon weren't on his on his A game, were they? No, not not particularly. He's got, but, he's got his he's got his. Um... But at the same time. <laughs> We we did get drawn into pumping it long, and I was there second half, just thinking, just fucking play it through Bannon. That's one of the games where you want Bannon to be that man who wants to try and do everything. I think. I mean, not to the extent of some games where you know he gets a bit carried away, but we just needed to try and go through the get the well, ball on the floor. Well, I've looked at the heat map as well, and you look, and there's nothing in the middle. But saying that, saying that, it, they, they after they got the goal. Like we say, they're very good. You know, their players were going down. I thought they were a sniper on top of stand. <laughs> and uh, what's it? who was it who was commentating on Radio Sheffield? Rob Staten. He was fantastic, by the way, if anyone listened to him. All game, all second half, he was just 
digging it. Like he was, the different ways he was describing I can't remember what, but one of them he was like, he's gone down with a twisted sock. I think they might need the, uh, might think they might need the stretcher on here. <laughs> and, but that's the thing. What they do is any sort of momentum you get, every corner the keeper was going down or a defender was going down injured, they're good at killing momentum. Yeah. And then when you think, right, you can't get those passes going and maybe Baz can't get into the game, that's probably when you do go along because you just think, Yeah, we, well, we played into their hands, didn't we, in that well, second they, they, I say we played into their hands. They're just very good at what they do. And By that, the way, that, by the way, if you're playing that bingo... Good at what they do, that you'd have you'd have got a little mark on the on your oh, bingo well. card for that one. It's true though. Here's one for you. So here's one for you. So if if you know the game panned out how it did going into the second half, and it was, you know, we were kind of dropping into the way they were they were playing. Do you think Moore should have took Bannon off, or do you think because Bannon can still come up with magic? See, I think one. Go on, Carl. See, I think that's where. You really need Bannon because in them times, you need somebody who's brave enough to get on ball and make mm. things happen. And then I think that's why fans then say, oh, Bannon's dropped off, Bannon's been poor today. But that's because there's so much pressure on Bannon, especially when buyers weren't playing, to make things happen from midfield area. Well, it's not just pressure, it's Bannon's also expectation as well, isn't it? Like the expectation, expect- yeah. I mean, I'm not being funny. He scores that goal against MK Dons. <clears throat> Some fans think and expect that to be every single week. <clears throat> Do you know what I mean? So like, and I suppose it's like the the Adam Reach effect in it. Like Adam Reach always played because we know what he can do. Like we can know the goals that you know we know the goals that he can score. We know that one season where he scored about eight worldies. It almost feels like Barry Bannon's having that same that same season other than he's just infinitely better than what Adam Reach ever was. But, you know, no, I think you're right. I think I agree with Colin. I just wanted to put it out there to see what people thought, you know, if they thought maybe that Bannon should, should have maybe come off in the second half. It's, a bit, it's, it's always the same kind of thing with them players, isn't it? It's like, I'm trying well, to they can produce always, moments. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's magic. like different, so you, different position, different, but it's like Harry Kane. You know, sometimes when like in the big, in the tournament, the last tournament, the Euros, when he wasn't, in the game a lot and whatever else. And people were calling for him to be to dropped be so, or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah but he off. can pop up. With exactly. Just, he, he, I know it's different, but Bannon this season especially can produce Well, look at some magic. of the goals he scored. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like when you, he, when, only when needs, he only needs a half a half a sight. Yeah. And he can... So for well, me, nah, if, if he was... If it was that spell where we were having a tricky patch and we last questioned, you know, should Bannon have a rest or whatever else... I might have said yes, but the way he's been playing recently, I don't think we can take him off. Yeah, personally. I mean, I mean, we're meant, we're meant... Uh, Go on. Sorry, James. I was going to say I only said this is also because I think I heard um, someone in the group say that on Tuesday he didn't have the have the best of games either. Uh, but again, it was because these after after the first fifteen minutes when we should have absolutely mullered him, but. They set up two banks of five, and again, it's just it was hard because, like, like we're saying, even you know, City or whoever, however good team you are, if someone sits pretty much two banks of five, difficult. It's difficult and it's hard, mm. and it was it, Tuesday night. Well, Mass weren't playing with it for starters, mm. and he dropped, and Bannon kind of drifted into playing deep that we that we don't like. So 
that probably attributed to the reason why he didn't play very well. When Mass came on, Bannon on Tuesday night were a totally different player and the player that we've seen for for like large parts of the season. So, yeah, um, would I have took Bannon off? It wasn't having a great game and nobody's undroppable, but I think for this is that thing in the back of your mind thinking all it takes is a chance. Do you know what I mean? All it takes is a, like you said there, ball to bounce favourably. Like the, the MK Don's goal, that wasn't that wasn't well a well-worked goal. That was just... He's reading the That's game. magic. Capitalising yeah. on a situation and, and producing it's, an absolute moment of magic. football brain and ability being... Yeah, and that's that, that's all that could, that could have quite easily happened in the Wickham game. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A, a long ball, a header that they've won, and he could have scored a goal like that. And then, you know, and, and then it, he's justified him staying on the pitch. Again, hindsight's fantastic, in it? How many people come out after the game and, say, and make all these comments, but... Before when the starting lineup comes out, everyone's all hush hush or during the game, nobody nobody says anything. So yeah, it's um it's just one of those. I just I'll just read a few more of those um of those three word match reviews out if I can. A couple more saying uh, the Wednesday way. Um let's have a look. Uh Kevin Telford. It's one for you, this one, Carlton. Keep the faith. So we got to do, it? Keep the faith. <laughs> <laughs> love it, loving it. Um, Adam Dalamo did feel expected. Now on that one, I think that's just because we're Wednesday fans, isn't it? Like I said at the top, it's the hope that kills you. I hate using that saying, but uh, yeah, but. And I always say, I always battle with that. You'd rather have hope than have no hope <laughs> well, than be exactly. crew. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. but I don't know. It's uh... I've got I've got another one here. Um, Chris, so the case that Owl play strongest team. Did you think the team was strong? Yeah. Could, could it have been any stronger? I mean, obviously, people were saying play Jack Hunt because he's been obviously has been good, but I don't think Jack Hunt. Well, this, this, no, but this is what I was saying. I don't this think he'd change. I don't think he'd have changed that game. I don't think. I don't think. Uh, I don't think we lost because of the starting <laughs> lineup. Personally, no, no, but. <laughs> This is what I was saying. When you make changes like that for a specific game and it doesn't come off, then you are going to... Oh, yeah, 100%. People are going to question it. I I got into it. Let's be honest, that wasn't our strongest team. But but, but we all thought it was the strongest team for that game. Yeah, and and the thing is, I got into a bit of a ding-dong on Twitter. It's not like you, that, uh, Liam. Well, mate, I don't normally do it on Twitter, do I? Because I, I, it winds me up, but I did. And um, I said to, like, that we got into more of more, more as a whole than how he's done this season. And the the, the person who I was having it with said something about uh, continuous continuously changing the side, blah, 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 all these changes. Da, 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 da. And it's Is this like, where you get your little spreadsheet out, Liam? Oh, mate, don't even. I've, I've got, I've got it all written down today. But um, <laughs> we'll save that for later, mate. Oh, right, okay. Here's what I made earlier. Um, but my point was, like you've just said, Giles, all the games that we've won where he's made four changes and whatever else, no one gives a toss to there. But as soon as you, as soon as it doesn't work out for whatever reason, people have just got, they've got that as ammo. And it'll and again, it's just the same people who essentially don't want him there. And but yeah, I think we'll get I think we'll get onto that in a in a minute. Um, let's just talk about a few individual performances then. Um, obviously, we've already spoke about Barry Bannon. We've already spoke about Dunkley, who I've got written down there. Another another couple that I've picked out. Um, Deli Bashiru 
obviously he played against MK Dons and I thought if it wasn't for the fact that Bannon scored the absolute world there, he would have probably been a, a candidate for, for man of the match. What did you think, Liam, to yeah, Deli Bashir? I think on first Saturday? half he was brilliant. He's one of them. He's unbelievable. At, he's so strong, isn't he? People have likened him to a, a Carlton Palmer. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, I, I can't. Well, I can't say. I've I didn't really. Him. I've seen clips from him, but you know, we weren't we weren't watching him week in, week out, and all that jazz. But he, he well, the first half, he got the corner. He won the corner for the disallowed goal. And then not long afterwards, he ran down that same side, cut it across the box. Brilliant ball. There was just nobody there or it got blocked or something. And yeah, he did he did well enough for me. Yeah, for, um, for, and, there's, and there's sometimes in midfield where he just, you know, it looks like, oh, he's going to lose the ball here. But he just uses his strength, his arm. And he and then he's got that step away and he's quick. He's got to turn a pace. Yeah. And you he, think he, he he's lost the ball there and then suddenly he's... Well, I said before, on with it, so. I want to see him like picking the ball up and driving that 20, 30 yards. And- but that's what he's got. That's what I like about him. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, yeah. He's got that really change of pace. He loves to take the ball and drive of it. And listen, when players drive drive with the ball, especially from midfield, it creates it creates. Wait, he's, a, he's a big lad as well. He's straight. Yeah, he's good, strong man. as well. He's good. Yeah. What's your take on uh, Dele Bashir? Obviously, we haven't seen a great deal of him recently, Carlton, but um, what did you think to his performance at the weekend? Yeah, I, I, I think same as what Liam just said. I think it's just hard to get him into that to that strongest midfield three. Personally, I really do. I just think that he's better suited to these home games, especially this season when it's been frustrating against your likes of Cruz and things like that. To bring him on to then drive, like Giles has just said, something different. Yeah. To just create some something different from from midfield, bit, bit but, more of an impact. So good prospect. That's difficult to to say really whether he is an impact sub or he isn't. But I just think at this moment in time, if you're you're in playoff final this weekend or whatever, your strongest midfield three. I don't think that he starts starts that game. Yeah, you're probably uh, you're probably right on that one. He's quite unlucky though. He's, he is very sorry to touch you, Jim. Very, very yeah, unlucky yeah. because. Buyers and mass, they've been in great form, you know. So it's so difficult for for him to get in. Otherwise, if if they weren't really, you know, a bit, if they were a little bit inconsistent but still playing well, I think he would have a a, a much better chance. But because that buyers has been buyers level since he's come into the side, I've been so impressed with him. I'll be honest with you. I, I was, he was a lovely player. Isn't he? I was surprised at how 
young buyers is. I thought he was 24, a lot. 24, 25. Yeah, he's 24, 25 years. I thought he was... Same age as me, I know. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, plus 10. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's, obviously he's another one that... Well, you know, Bashir is only 21, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. And when you look at um, you know players for the future, what have you, some of that I mentioned in the debate show, like age of the squad and what have you. But yeah, he's uh, another one that hopefully we can we can keep. Another player I've picked out, um, Marvin Johnson, name of, as he's been coined. Um, yeah, I, I thought that for, might be a bit of a, you know, uh, controversial opinion, let's say. But in recent weeks, he's not quite been at the level that we've seen in weeks before for me, Liam. Like... When he, you know, um, obviously the Doncaster game, we saw what he did in in that one. And around that period, we, he were on fire, you know, scoring goals. Obviously, he scored against Ipswich at home, didn't he? Um, bombing forward, really, you know, driving at the, you know, at their wing backs and what have you, and putting them under a lot of pressure. The balls into the box have been absolutely, you know, amazing. Recent weeks, I just think he's not been quite at that level. And you look at against Wickham at the weekend, nine crosses, one accurate cross. And quite a lot of people have said that the you know the crosses into the box were a bit poor at the weekend, weren't they? Yeah, there weren't there weren't many there was there weren't that many good ones. Like you say, there was the one obviously I mean for the disliked goal, but Dunkley just did really well. Obviously there's another one where it got to Dunkley again and it he shinned it, didn't it? Over I don't think that was Johnson, though, were it? I think that was... Oh, no, no, I'm just saying back. in general, but yeah, no, he's... he's, uh, he's yeah. What, what, he's, what have you thought to him over recent weeks? Am I, am I right to be yeah. a bit critical of his performances or am I talking a load of bollocks, which I normally do? I think the last two games, even Crew, but then we were saying, did Mendes Lang take away from him because he was... Was that Crew or the game before, maybe? They were Bolton and they were Crew as yeah. well, weren't they? So, MK, MK Dons were before that. But, but yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, he's, you know... Is it Nathaniel Mendes Lang that's kind of it's funny you said that? Like it's probably since Mendes Lang has come back into the side that well, it's kind of as a striker, but he wasn't playing as a striker yesterday, so that had not to do with it. Yesterday, his delivery just weren't very well, good. Yeah. End of. He had an off day, and the thing is, like the majority of our team, other than Bannon, maybe if. They, they were capable of 10 out of 10s every week. They wouldn't be in League One. So it's expected. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it, it's, it's expected to go through a bit of a patch. And it weren't great, but it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I just want to um, move on to obviously the giveaway as well that we do. Uh, obviously, massive thanks to the Terrace that allow us to do this giveaway each and every week. Uh, head over to the terrorstore.co.uk to have a look at what they've got to offer. Loads of Wednesday merchandise on there that you can uh, that you can pick up. Replica shirts. They've got mouse mats, mugs, loads and loads of mugs that you can choose from as well. So, um, yeah, head over to the terrorstore.co.uk and have a look on there. Uh, obviously, yeah, we do this, uh, this giveaway every week for all our Patreon members. Um, so in order to uh, to get involved, just head over to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod uh, and become a member. You don't just get access, um, well, entry to the uh, to the giveaway. You also get access to all the interviews that we do. Uh, they've got over 30 interviews, I think, in there that you can that you can listen to once you've signed up. Uh, I've also got the uh, the Patreon members WhatsApp group, which uh, got quite heated this uh, this weekend. Let's uh, let's say. Uh, but anyway, on to the. Um, 
onto the winner of this week's giveaway, uh, and it's Blake Bamforth. So uh, congratulations, Blake. Drop me a message, and we'll uh, get that all sorted for you. Now, um, let's move on to some of the talking points. Obviously, we ask um, listeners for all their questions and what have you, and we'll, we'll talk about his first one. Callum, Callum Breeze, um, I think he's a regular on the uh, on the debate show, He's just put, is Moore still the man for the job, even if we fail promotion? Is next season a bigger chance since we're able to spend? Giles, what do you what do you think on that one? Before I go on to my little rant. Yeah, I can't understand how people can be questioning Moore at the moment. Um, this season, it's been so tough with everything that's gone on off the, you know, behind the scenes. I think he's done quite a good job to be honest in, in my eyes considering the situation yeah because uh, yes. you, you were one of the ones at the start of the season I can remember because I was saying that kind of 10th wasn't going to be a, a disastrous season and you absolutely shot me down and you were saying it's it needs to be playoffs and really we should be aiming for automatics like so, oh no de- oh, listen if if we're, we're, we're talking a different situation now right if we finish 10th 11th then I'll be saying He'd be lucky to keep his job, but let's be honest. Well, we're not going to finish tenth now, yeah. But yeah, we're not going to finish tenth exactly. We we look like if we're, we're going to be positive, we're going to get in the playoffs, aren't we? So yeah. <laughs> that's where I thought we'd be. I didn't think we were going to get automatic. It's always tough. First year coming down, you know, to 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 bounce straight back up is so difficult. So I I put us down to to get in the playoffs. So for me, people calling for more ridiculous. You know, there's a lot of stupidness being said. He's done. He's done not bad at all. I think he's done well. Uh, and next season, if even if we don't get promoted, I would say that he, of course he has to he has to stay. But next season is is promotion season. It's yeah. the second season. Things will be different. Um, I'm sure we'll have a bit of money to spend if I'm if I'm hearing right. So listen, he'll be under pressure next season. Hundred percent, he's under pressure. So if we don't get promoted or he doesn't even start well. I think he could be, you know, he could be gone. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just for people to be even questioning this. Like, I just want to, like, rewind a year. You know, obviously we've got two games left, but, you know, this time last year we might have got one game left, that game against Derby. We still had a chance of staying in the championship, but realistically we all kind of knew that we were going to be going down, you know, since, like, Christmas if the in the season before. When we got relegated... It were all doom and gloom. Like Darren Moore was still there. We still, you know, he was he was the manager at the time, but you know we had the likes of Jordan Rhodes, Kieran Westwood, Tom Lees, Adam Reach, um, Julian Burner. Was he still there? I think he was, weren't he? But, but you know, all the, all those players, and they were all going to be leaving. We looked, and we had about ten players, ten first team players left, and and then now, <laughs> yeah, and now. You know, you, you fast forward a year, and at the, well, at the time when when we got relegated, there was a hell of a lot of people thinking, like, what's happened to my football club? You know, there was all that about not paying wages. Some people were genuinely thinking that we were going to go out of business as a football club, and and there were play um, fans that thought that they were just going to drop straight through the league and end up in League Two. And you fast forward a year now, and we've got two games left in the league. Obviously, we've got a game in hand. And we've got a chance of still getting into the playoffs. It's in our hands. Like win the next two yeah, games. Yeah, mate. I think. And to be fair, I'll, I'm gonna. I'll probably take five minutes after this because I've got loads to say on this. But 
I think, well, that I think I'll bring the bottom tweet into it as well. You know, it's on the bottom of the screen there as well yeah. about the wage bill. So if you want to read that one out as well, yeah, uh, and I'll just, go on my, uh, <laughs> I'll go on my rant afterwards. Yeah, but but for me, I just I just can't believe that we're we're even questioning like Darren Moore. Did we realistically think we'd get get promotion? Like it, I, I, mate. I did not think. I I genuinely thought ne- automatics aren't happening. Yeah, that's what, I mean. that's what I mean. And but playoffs, I think a lot of fans, and a lot of fans, a bonus. yeah, you're right. But a lot of fans actually thought we would piss this league. Yeah, I but really- the thing is, the right. Mm-hmm. It's good to say it in that, but realistically, if you watch football and know a bit about football, having 10 first team players contracted at the start of the season, it's half a squad. Half your squad's left. We've got, we're under a transfer embargo. We can't sign anyone for a fee. We can't attract anyone to the club, no matter how big Sheffield Wednesday is. Yeah. Like, come on. Any other team and you've written them off. Like, and you've got to be realistic, and a lot of our fans aren't realistic. No, at the end of the day, and we'll get on to all the other nonsense. But um... yeah, I mean, it's just—I just find it so frustrating that, like I said, that that people are even question it. I think, mate, if we finish seventh, if we don't even get in the playoffs, it stays for me. Yeah, of course he does. Of course like, he does. Of course like, he does. It, you look at the the hand he's been dealt. He's not how many times I'm sick of saying it this season. Not so much now because obviously players have come back from injury. But how many times have we said? He's not, you know, um, he doesn't know what his best 11 is. He didn't know what his best 11 were because it wasn't available for him to for him to use. Hey, unbelievable. And all, all this about, I think a couple of people have said it, um, he's got the best team. Um, Here we go. Read that bottom tweet out I and will, then I'll, I'll get my <laughs> notes out, my four pages of notes that I've... <laughs> go on then. Anthony uh, under owl underscore forever. Um, the highest wage bill in the division, arguably the best team in the division, the biggest team in this division... And we are hoping and praying for a win against Fleetwood. It's just not good enough. So I'm going to go on my little rant just about more generally. <laughs> go on then. So I've already said if seventh we stay up. We've had the best home form in what? Forever? Ever? I don't know. I don't know what the... I don't know what the... But how good's the home form been? Best in the is league. It, is, it, is it the first time since Carlos you've enjoyed going and watching us at Hillsborough? Yeah, you just said that actually. It's, it's actually true, isn't it? Like... I actually can't wait to uh, go to a game. It's the first time. Obviously, you like going to the game anyway because it's a game of football and we like football and that's why we watch it. But being extra fucking excited to go to Hillsborough and watch us... How many times have I said to you, is it, is is it, it Saturday, Saturday yet? Is it three o'clock yet? How long is it since we've had that? Not only that, I think the, um, the attitude around the club, the players, they're all in for him. Like, they all seem to get along. I think someone mentioned it on the debate show the other night when we were trying to hold on midweek. Say hold on, they weren't really threatening. Yeah, all the, bench, all the bench were up. Everyone were, were up yeah. and, you know, there's no divas in the squad. There's no shit. There's no, apparently, Forestieri walking around with his pockets unturned out when Fletcher got a new deal and all this shit. We've not got any of that. Um, and basically, yeah, I think the best team, obviously, we, we covered it slightly on the debate show when I did my spreadsheet and whatever else. <laughs> And I think you forget the names. We haven't got the best team because for me, players, when you're signing a good player, you're signing someone that's played consistently for a couple of seasons, scored goals for a couple of seasons. And as much as Gregory's probably been one of our best signings, he'd not done it for the two, two three seasons before he came to Mendes us. Mendes Lang didn't have a club. So He were a gamble. Well, he were a gamble. 
it got well. Majority of the signings were gambles. Yeah, yeah. Berahino. No one wanted to sign Berahino. They Dan, hadn't played Dan, in League that, One, mate. That's Darren Moore's like signing and whatever. He's got some. He's got some important goals, but it's just and and the thing is as well. We have got you know we've got good players in midfield. You know, Story and Dean didn't come in till January. Yeah, and other than that, everyone's slate's done. Clear. I offers. You know, he's been injured. 19 games or whatever he's played. That's and, quite a good point um, in terms of from whenever it were for like two months, we probably had one centre-half. Yeah, and, and that were Dunkley. And we're still in, yeah, and, and it, it's just we're mad, still probably going to sneak him in, in playoffs. And I think yes. other, than, and other than Gregory, would anyone in the top six, top eight, extend it if you want, have any of our other strikers? Would they want him? Other than Gregory, probably not. Well, this is another one. Would any of the top six, if they only had one centre half fit, would they still be up? Would they still be in the top six? Yeah, exactly. Well, I've got, I've got some. Go on then. I've got some stats here. Stat man, let me hand a little, uh, so, a little badge over to uh, to Liam. After my after my previous three seasons, I thought I'd have a look at this season and look at injuries, squad size, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So outfield players, we've got twenty three. Outfield players in the squad. That's that's barring John Jules. So I don't think he deserves to no, get in there. Um, Who's he, by the way? So we've had <laughs> two players, Bazanum, with over 40 games. Three players, Palmer Johnson, Pato, over 35 games. This is just league. One over 30, Gregory. Um, and then I thought, look at injuries. So out of the 23-man squad, we had 11 Maybe nine long-term injuries. I've put 11. That's including Gregory and Dean when he came. Maybe not long-term, but yeah. nine nine long-term injuries yeah. in a squad of 23. And then I looked at the other teams to see, you know, because people are saying, oh, because people say, oh, injuries, all these excuses, excuses. It's not excuses. It's a fact. We've had these injuries. We've had players that have been out. You know, if Windass had played all season, Who would knows? we be better off? Who Maybe. And I, I mean, even when I said... Would anyone want any of our other strikers? I kind of didn't even think about him because well, he's, he's not played, has he? Seven hardly? games off the bench, maybe off the bench. But anyway, Rotherham, basically Rotherham. So this is over 30 games. Rotherham have had 10 players that have played over 30 games. Uh, Wigan, nine. MK, eight. Uh, Plymouth, 12. Sunderland, 11. And Wickham, 13. We've had six that have played over 30 games. Yeah. So. I don't know. Does it make a difference? I think it does. It's got to. And they've all, to be fair, we like I say, we've got, including keepers, we've got a 25-man squad. They're all 25 or above. Uh, Wigan with 29. So they're yeah. all similar size squads. And I just think that, well, yeah, for the, me... The, the injuries for me... is got to have... Yeah. But it's not just the injuries, because you can tell, like, oh, you know, if Shea Dunkley, Shea Dunkley has been injured, has he been a massive miss? Not really. Uh, obviously, I know he had that good spell when he was like kind of forced to play because he was the only defender that we got. But you look at the injuries to the likes of Gregory, Massimo Luongo, um, Dominic Ayofa. I know, I know he's not been great since he's come back, but he he was one of you know, uh, f- you know, a good player for us. Do you know what I mean? Um, all the they they're they're key players for us. Do you know what I mean? They're they're players that that we need in the team. Harley Dean, when, you know, that one game he played, he was absolutely phenomenal. And then he's uh, then he gets injured as well. Like they're not just 
squad players. Windass, he's been out for most of the season. Like, yeah, yeah, we don't know what he's going to do, but the games that he did play, how many goals has he scored? Four, oh, five? Seven, four in seven. Yeah, and he's not even played the full 90 minutes in them seven games. So, like, that's some... That's, and I know missed it, him. it's not their fault and injuries happen, but you've got to think, like, it, it must make it. And the thing is, as well, like you are saying, when we did have that, you know, we had Johnson at the back. I think I remember in the in the in the WhatsApp group, we nearly had a full eleven out at that point, who were who would be on the team sheet most probably to start a game. So yeah. well, I think I did it at one point. I think I, I think I tweeted a a team that we could have put out, and it was just like we got, and it would have been Yeah, well, I've missed, not even mentioned him. He were at one point what first name on team sheet for a bit. Yeah. Then he gets injured as soon as we got some sort of momentum. Someone got injured. Yeah. And, and especially when you've got 14 new signings, it's always going to be difficult. So my point in me doing that was basically people saying, oh, it's excuse. But I think it pretty much shows with the other teams, like Wickham, 13 players. I mean, they've got like over 40. Uh, who was the most? Wigan have got six players that have played over 40 games. Same with Plymouth. Same with Rotherham. Same with MK, to be fair. They've all had pretty much had... Loads more players than us playing forty plus, so more of a settled side. That keep, everyone keeps banging on about, don't but, they? But yeah, and I just think, like I said, I just think the facts. You take the, away the names of who these players are that we've got in our team, and I just don't think we have got. Like, like I said, if you look at what you should look at as a player, not his name, Sido Berino, and he scored fourteen goals in the Premier League nearly ten years ago. Who is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are his stats before signing, he came here? Signing from the Belgian He's played, league. Yeah, uh, no offence to him. Not a very good standard. Not played a lot of goal, uh, games. Not got a lot of goals. Even yeah. in a worse standard league. And we're pinning his ups on him. <laughs> and like, and let's be honest, Canberra, Sal, these players, if we could if we could pay for fees, fees for people, they wouldn't be anywhere near our club. Well, and I'm not being horrible to him. It's just the situation we're in. We need to get players in to fill the squad out. Yeah. And it's just... It blows my mind that people are just so fickle, and I just and and like calling for him. And you ask people, who would you bring in? What did, someone, what did someone say earlier? Fucking up. Sorry, I saw <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't on my tweet, but I saw saw someone say Mick McCarthy, and I thought, did you see his run at Cardiff? I think he lost twelve in a row before he got sacked. If you want bloody hell, dinosaur of football, old <laughs> crap play away. Oh, I hate him as well. Do you not remember that time? <laughs> I, I genuinely think if Mick McCarthy became our manager, I'd have to resign. I'd have to have my season ticket back in and I'd go and watch Alum instead because I'd, I'd despise the bloke. Jeez. Do you not remember that game? This is why. <laughs> Simek, I think I've said it before. There was a game played, I think it was when he was managing Wolves. Simek slid in, perfectly good slide tackle, won the ball. He thinks he's a dangerous challenge. Mick McCarthy's pretty much come on the pitch. The ref, I don't think the ref even blew for a foul. Next thing you know, Simek's got a red card. See you later. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of Mick McCarthy. Do you, do you, you know what? what? He's not... He's, sorry to interrupt you guys. He's... He, I, listen, I played under him. Um, Where did you play? Ipswich, right? Ipswich, yeah. Obviously, I had my bad injury then, didn't I? So I was only really available for six months. Um... But yeah, I didn't really like the style of football that he that he played. I'll be honest with you. But I'll tell you what, he was a good manager. Oh he mate, manager. the thing is, he's had a long career. He's obviously a good manager. But how long ago was that? Though, not... That Giles. Yeah. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, for us now, 
Mick McCarthy's not the answer. It's like oh, bringing, no, no, definitely not. Like, no, no, like, I'm sorry, I was just talking because you were like saying... Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, oh, I, went, oh, I went off on one for my deep hatred of it. For, some, yeah. for getting some Eka Red card. Not that I old grudges or anything. But, but yeah, um, but yeah, you ask people, who would you bring in? And they've got no answer. And the thing is, right, it's not like we're crew. We're getting spanked every week. You know, and who would you bring in? It's a good question. And what? More. So, oh, anyone but more. So what, you're going to bring some jobs within to just... What does Colin think? Colin, what do you think about the whole more debate? I, I, I honestly think, to be honest, it's quite refreshing this season to actually, as, as James has just said, to actually go to games and actually have a style of play, what we're expecting. And then I, I, I think even if we don't go up this season, it's so important to just get the... Keep keep ticking over, keep momentum, and then start next season strong. And I genuinely do do believe that at this minute in time, he's best best man for. And I, I, I see all these tweets every single week. We win a game and whatever, and he's best thing going. And then, but you would say you would say right, Carl, that we need to get promoted next season. If we don't go up this season or get in the playoffs, or we've got to go up next. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. At start of the season, I, yeah, we got forty new players or whatever it were we started with only only 10 players but I did believe we would be top 8 I did did believe at the start of the season top 2 maybe a push but I think next season's yeah yeah if to be honest I do think we will get playoffs this season with the players we've got big so-called big game players Bannon etc Hutchinson, and Gregory, them types of players, Windass when he's back, Mendes Lang, I, I think big occasion. I do do think we, we will go up this season. I honestly do. Well, Carl, Carl, Carlton don't want more to be uh, sacked because he's got eight songs lined up for him. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I've ready for you. So. A point, because like, this was kind of what I got into an argument with Twitter over more and how do you think he's done this season and this, that and the other. And so, like someone said, oh, any any of the other top eight managers would have would be getting us up. Would it with this team would have got us up? And I just kind of looked at the other managers and I put it on a tweet. Yeah, um, Warren, six years, but he'd been on the coaching staff since twenty twelve. Fair enough. I think he did get a promotion in his first full season, but he'd been there. He knows the club. He pretty much probably did bring his own way into it at some point, but. Uh, Ainsworth, 10 years, uh, fifth full season before promotion. Uh, Liam Richardson, or whatever it's called, one year, but assistance since 2017, no promotions. Um, Plymouth, what's it called? Shoe- Schumacher. Shoe- yeah. Schumacher, is it? Only four or five months, but he was assistant from 2019, obviously no promotions, but he's, as the Plymouth guy said on, he's been internal he pretty much is doing what Ryan Lowe was doing, carrying yeah. on. Yeah, he didn't, didn't, didn't sack Ryan Lowe, did he? Ryan Lowe left, so... Um, it's, let's be honest, none of these these managers have, uh, have managed a club or, uh, of calibre like Sheffield Wednesday. But it's a massive club with the, with such big expectations, way bigger than Wickham. No offence to these clubs. Yeah, yeah, but Wickham, no, but... You've got Wickham, Wickham. Yeah, but yeah, you have yeah, no, no, but you're missing my point. My point is, it seems that giving people time and a job seems to be successful. Look at Sunderland. How many managers have they been through? And where are they? Still in oh, League sorry. One. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. my point. Yeah, and yeah. I get I get, I get, the Wednesday or oh, we're massive, all this, that and other, but 
I mean, I think we've got to be realistic. Yeah. I mean, we've not been there for 20 years. For the majority of my lifetime, two-thirds of my lifetime, <laughs> we have not been anywhere in it, one game away, one season. Come on. We've got to be realistic. And if you want... But, but would you, okay, but Liam, but would you say, though, if next season we didn't start very well and we were 10th, 11th, 12th... Yeah, yeah. They, I suppose, would that, you say that more more should be going? Yeah, yeah. But I just can't see it. I, I genuinely yeah. can't see it. I think give them a transfer window where we might be able to pay some fees. I don't want us to go daft because I don't want us to go down that road again. Mm. Um, And I think he'll do well. I genuinely think he'll do well. And I just think people want a quick fix. Sunderland have been doing a quick fix for how many seasons they've been in League One. I was in it now, four, five, I don't know, six. Yeah, yeah but people, people want a quick fix with their next breath. They want stability well, and a long-term and, plan. And, but that's that's what we should, we want, that's what we should be well, aiming well, for. Well, here's one for you. Here's another one, right? Say we get promoted. Yeah. And next season we start terrible and we're bottom of the league after 10, 15 games. Does more then get sacked? Tricky one, that, isn't it? <laughs> well, that, for a rate curveball in there, that, that, that's not on show notes, that hey, one there, Giles. Like that, eh? <laughs> well, right, then, go on then. For, for me on that one, it all depends on the the way that we're playing. If you can, because you can be bottom and be terrible and apps like, you know, Doncaster terrible or Barnsley terrible or getting spanked every week and not having no hope in winning. You can be also bottom after 10 games and this is why when I do the Oppo's view, I always ask what the performance has been like because you know you can always have um, you know play well but just not going your way. If we're getting hammered every week and it looks like you ain't got a clue, um, then yeah, you've got to kind of it get, you know get rid of him. Also, I suppose it also depends on how far away we are as well. If we're at, you know, but let's be honest, let's be honest. We know what what Wednesday fans yeah, are like. It yeah. also it also they depends. Will be calling for his head. It also <laughs> depends. If we go up, will we get? Will he give us a a decent transfer budget? Yeah. Obviously, like I say, I don't want us going mad and getting ourselves in trouble again. But will it be? Will he invest enough where we can? I mean, to be honest. I think the core of our squad now, the ones that we'll probably keep and try and, you know, if we go up, maybe we'll be able to get story, might we be able to do this, might be able to do that. The core of our squad, if fit, can challenge in the, we just need some additions. Well, let's face it as well, we're not going to, in the championship, I don't think there's many Wickham's, um, well, Gillingham's. No, no, but the thing I mean? is, and, and then, it, it, just on a whole, will he invest in the squad? Will he let us go for some decent players that we need to fill these gaps? And that that also comes into whether he should go or not. Because if 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 we go up and we don't manage to sign, I don't know. But but to be fair, if we bought him after so many games, if we do go up, then he probably will get the chop. But yeah, because yeah, we don't want to be back in the same same situation again. I just want to read another um, tweet that we've got. I've mentioned. Make sure you follow us. It's at WTID Pod on Twitter. Um, Caroline or Carolyn Dams. Um, why do people think we have a divine right to win every game? We were in a right mess when Mo came in. I really don't want to go back to square one and start all over again because this might come as a shock to some people. But whoever is in charge, we will not win every game. Carlton, what do you um, when you go and watch Wednesday? Obviously, you've got season ticket like us. Do you in this league that we're in now? Do you do you, do you ever feel like we've got a divine right to win every game? You know, we're playing Wick, we're playing Fleetwood on Tuesday. You know, we haven't got a divine right to win that game, have we? No, not because uh, 
and the you're both starting game with same same players on pitch, so you you have to earn the right to to win the game, don't you? Basically, I think with the quality we have got in a squad, I, I can see why certain fans say that. But where I see on um, North Stand, there's two lads behind me, and honestly, five minutes into the game, and it's like, what are we doing? Rubbish this. I'm thinking. Five minutes. What do you expect? Like, like as totally blow uh, teams teams straight away after like five minutes. Like, just just be realistic. Yeah, it's crew. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Gillingham. Yeah, it's Fleetwood and all this. But at the end of the day, they're coming to Willsborough to do a certain job job on us. We have to earn that that right to to play football, then to win the games. And at the end of the day, they're professional footballers. It's not like we're playing exactly. It's exactly. not like in a cup game where we're playing three divisions lower or whatever. It's not like we're playing Grimsby in Conference National. But no, but yeah, do you know what I mean? <laughs> the professional footballers aren't they? So, but yeah. sorry, mate, I I butted in there. Sorry. It's like, no, it's fine. It, it, I think it's right what she's what she's saying. I do. I keep how many times have I said it this season? You've, you've just alluded to it there. No, the professional footballers, they've got a game plan. These teams we're coming up up against have got a plan. They're not just going to roll over and beat us. You know, I think that's what a Wickham fan tried to say to me earlier. You know, we're not just going to roll over and let and let you play your good football and what have you. But you know, it, it's that they've got a game plan in order to stop us. And I think we're you know a big club, massive whatever. You know, a victim of his own. I don't want to say success because we've not really had a successful season. But when teams come to Hillsborough, they just come to not get beat and the, you know especially when we've only lost two games at home no team is going to come to Hillsborough not one of them and think we're going to get three points here lads they might say it they might say it in the team talks the manager might say come on we've got a chance here what have you but deep down realistically they're going to look and think you know two defeats at home especially when you're getting towards the latter, end, latter part of the season they're going to think it's going to be a tough job to come and you know it's not just going to be. It's not going to be easy. I think the worst thing that we could have done this season is Amos Cambridge six 0 because now every team expects it. Every team expect or every fan sorry expects us to be beating teams five and six nil. You know, what did we do? We scored six and then did we follow it up with a five uh, two, five two, and then we were a four somewhere around that time four as well. Four two as well against Plymouth and what have you. Yeah, so. it's nice when it happens, but. It's, it it does it just winds me up and the thing is before Christmas we had people say we're not even going to make the playoffs second place were a pipe dream and let's be honest when I says on we're going to Port I'm like come on really did I think it probably not but we had a chance for it but it would never it weren't realistic we needed other teams to mess up we needed other teams to mess up and at the end of the day Wickham are fighting for playoffs we can lose the game. We can lose that game. And I just, I, it just blows my mind. I've all, and the thing is, what I was going to say earlier about Moore as well, just, I'm kind of doing off the it's point, right. but it's still linked to Moore. He's quite young in his managerial career. We're only his third club. And if he was, you know, the dog's bollocks, he wouldn't be in League One. No. He's going to make mistakes. This is my point in like as well with the how many years those guys have been managers for. He's going to make mistakes. He might not have come up against a team like Wickham before. Obviously, we did early in the season, but 
He's going to make mistakes. But how many, how many mistakes? Make mistake, make how, mistakes. Many, how many mistakes has he actually made though? Because well, no. I, I think mistakes is probably sometimes. Well, I say I say mistakes. He might have planned wrong or his plan didn't work out. You say it's a mistake. It's not a mistake. It's just maybe he might go. You know, after that game against Wickham, if we for whatever reason we come against in the playoffs, he'll change his play. He'll have a different plan and he'll learn from that. I'm not saying it's a mistake, but he might come away and think, oh. Maybe my plan wasn't right, and that's gonna yeah. happen. That's what happened with managers. That's what I mean. But a lot of people say he's made mistake after mistake, but and he keeps hasn't. making mistakes. I said it on that point, didn't I? I said I'd love to know how many of Darren Moore's plan, like shape, plan, or squad selection have lost us or lost his points over individual errors and mistakes, players switching off. Yeah, I bet it's what. 95% individual errors, especially from earlier in the season. <laughs> yeah, they were, it, was, it was like one after the other, weren't it, to be to be fair? And plus, just another thing as well on top of that, it's the most competitive League One season in how many years, just to add to the list of excuses. Well, I looked right not, up until... Not, the... not facts. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up until the last time that we were in League One, obviously, which were 2012, and we'd have been in the... As it stands now, with two games to go... You know, we'd have been in the playoffs in every, season. every single season. Some seasons we'd have even finished. I think one season we'd have finished third. But the t- the points tally that we're on now was good enough. Is good enough for playoffs in every single year. And the fact that we're you know we sit one point behind. We've you know there's still one game for most teams to go. It's absolutely it blows my mind like how how many points we're going to need for this. Uh, you know to get into the playoffs. I've got a question for for you all, um, Giles. I'll come to you on this one. Do we have what it takes to get out of this division? You know, obviously it looks like it's going to be the playoffs. Um, obviously we've got to get there first. You know, is the team mentally strong enough? Have we have we got enough buy and what have you? Because you know, if we come up against a Wickham in the playoff final, we know what they're going to do, and we know what they what they what they did to us at their place. Only time will tell. Uh, I think we do. I think we've got big characters. I think we've got good players, and we've got players that we spoke about before that you know, can produce moments of magic. So, yeah, I definitely think we can do it. Whether we will do it, like I said, only time only time will tell. Um, the, the point for me with that is as well, I think especially from a certain point of this season, when we've really needed to bounce back, we bounce back. And again, if it weren't for that MK Dons game, we wouldn't have even spoke about finishing second. Well, we've been but, we've got eight games unbeaten. But the amount of people that were shouting for Do- more out before that, f- after the draw at Bolton, and people <laughs> hey, who Liam's on it tonight, isn't he? Yeah, yeah Liam no, but... is on it tonight because people are daft. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion, ah, you probably think I'm daft, but. You know what I mean? And people were saying tonight, Liam. He's on fire, the boy. It must be that (laughs) moustache, mate. You know what I was thinking as well. I've gone for a bit of the pattern, haven't I? The big dog. Um, But yeah, and people were writing us off before that MK game, and people saying we've got no bottle. We've not got what it takes to go up. Mass and Hutch didn't start. We uh, who went down injured early in the MK Dons game. Uh, uh, Dean came off. Yeah. Dean, yeah. How Dean. much went against him in that game? We've not got the character. We've not got the bottle. I'm loving the passion, Liam. Yeah, honestly, I want you in the dressing room. I want <laughs> you in that in. dressing room in we've the got... playoff final. Yeah, giving the team talk. And we've what got... did we do? We fucking smashed them, and we ended their 15 game winning run. It could have gone that way this weekend. It's just 
it it's stupid and if it it's just so stupid. Like, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get people. Like, with you. Listen, I agree. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. Right. I, I, think I, I don't think I like, took a breath for a minute. <laughs> yeah, admit that. Liam, Liam, you, you, have a, you have a breather, mate. We'll, uh... Shut up. <laughs> Mike's dropped. That's it. He's, he's gone. He's I'm gone. out. I'm off. See you later. <laughs> well, let, let, let's talk about the um, two games that we've got coming up then. So, obviously, mainly talking about Fleetwood. Yeah, Fleetwood on Tuesday. Obviously, it's our game in hand that we've got over. I think um, is it Sunderland are playing, but we've certainly got a game in hand over Oxford, um, Plymouth, and and Wickham as well, and MK. But that doesn't really matter. Um, obviously, it's an app. It goes without saying. It's an absolutely must-win game against Fleetwood on Tuesday. You know, Fleetwood are scrapping for the life at the bottom. Um, it's funny because I, I, again, I saw a tweet. You know, someone saying that it's going to be tough because they're scrapping and they're going to not park the bus, but they're going to make it difficult. And someone else said, "Yeah, but they need a win, so they they're going to, you know, they're not going to play like that." But I disagree, really. They're they're going to they're going to play that kind of you know defensive two banks of five. They're going to try and make it difficult for us. They're going to keep it at nil nil for as long as they possibly can. Obviously, they're going to try and nick a goal, but whilst ever it's nil nil. We're gonna because we need a win. We're, you know, we're gonna get frustrated. We're gonna, um, you know, and they're gonna try and you know nick it at the end. You know, get a goal within the last five minutes or so. But Colin, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough against Fleetwood. It's not. It, they're all tough games. Like I hear it all the time. You know, this is a tough game. Portsmouth's gonna be a tough game, even though they've got nothing to play with. They're all tough games, but you know, they're not gonna make it easy for his other Fleetwood. Definitely, I think from what I can remember against Myrtles, but I think they tried to play against us a little bit. I just think, yeah, it's getting to the business end of the season and I would expect them to probably sit that bit deeper knowing what quality we've got in final third. But I think if somebody said to you two or three months ago, you've got Fleetwood at their place, three points, Texture, fourth, fifth, whatever, with one game left, left to go against sport. I've talked about straight away sort of thing do you know what I mean so I, th- I think yeah it's going to be a tough game but I think with quality we have got I would fully expect us to uh, take take all three points from, from that game yeah I mean there's another reason well there's a reason why they're down there and why they've in a relegation dogfight in it because they you know they don't win games and they get beat yeah. more often than they, than they don't so yeah I agree I, I think we've got more than enough and we're more than capable I just I just don't want us to get drawn into it like like we did in the second half against Wickham. Um, yeah, we we had lots of chances against Crew. Crew obviously a similar side. I know they'd already been relegated, but after that first ten or fifteen minutes when they changed the either the shape or the mentality and what have you, they, they, you know they were hard to break down. But I just I just think we have been riding on it. Like I mean, Giles, if you were in their shoes now, you know we need we don't need to win because obviously we can still go up if we don't win against Fleetwood, but for it to be in our hands, we need to beat Fleetwood on Tuesday. What are the players going to be going to be thinking? Is it going to be a case of just keep doing what we're doing because it's obviously clearly working? Well, yeah, to a certain to, to a certain degree, yeah, because our home form's ridiculous. Well, this is away on Tuesday, by the way. Oh, we're away? On Tuesday we are, yeah. Oh, good start that, isn't it? Yeah, I'll, yeah. See, I'll see you at Hillsborough on Tuesday, Giles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll meet you outside Berries for a pork sandwich, all right? I was going to come down as well. I thought it was home. <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, well, yeah, away. Well, it's a different story, isn't it? If it's away, especially coming off, uh, uh, you know, back of a off a loss. But Fleetwood are going to be, you know, listen. They need. I, I think Fleetwood need to win. Am well, I yeah. right? Well, they're. I think they're level level on points. They're 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 one place above, but they're out of it on goal difference. Are they? All right. Oh, okay. Goal difference. Okay, but still. Did they score late, late, late on then? I can't remember. I don't know. So I looked and they were in they were in relegation zone at one bit. But I'm anyway, pretty sure when I looked at I, it. Before. I hate games like this. I hate games like this, especially at this stage. You know, both teams are fighting for something, so it's 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 going to be a tough game. It's, it's not going to be easy. Listen, I think a lot of fans are going to think that we should go to. Free- Fleetwood and, and, and turn them over, but it's not going to be easy. It's definitely not going to be an easy game. Well, let, let's talk about like what lineup we should start with. Obviously, we made four changes for the game against Wickham. I'll give you a couple of seconds to think, but for, for me personally, if Ollie Dean, you know, it, it was a risk for him to play against Fleetwood, uh, sorry, against uh, Wickham. For me, he'll probably be fit on Tuesday. So you've got to be putting him in for Dunkley, and I'll be playing um, Harley Dean. Hutchinson and Story because I think when we've played those three they've been solid yeah he's definitely going to go back to those three yeah definitely I think we've I think we've got to put Hunt back in because it's clear it's clear that you know uh, not playing Hunt didn't it didn't work I know it's a totally different game but Jack Hunt is it's harsh for him not to play and I'd, and I'd, the only thing is Fleetwood aren't going to pose as many problems going forward I hope I don't you know eat my own words saying that, but they're not, are they? Like, they're, they're where they are for a reason. So I don't know whether Darren Moore is going to think, you know, what's the point in having a defensive player when we can play Nathaniel Mendes line? I think we can name the side. I'll be honest with you. I think we can nearly, I, for me, the only thing that I'm questioning is, is who's going to play up top. George Bias comes in, got to be, definitely. Um, no, it's, it's definitely, it's going to be like same three. Yeah. Same three. Yeah, sure, yeah. It's going to be Hunt. It's going to be Johnson. The thing is, is just, I don't who's, think... Who's playing up front with Gregory? Is he going to put Mendes Lang back up there? I don't... Well, I don't think he is because the reason why I played Mendes Lang against Bolton when he came out and, and said is because he, he thought we were going to get space in behind because Bolton, they played a bit of a high line and, they, you know, there was there was gaps. They're not, they weren't camped on the on the edge of the 18-yard box. Fleetwood aren't going to be on halfway line, are they? Do you know what I mean? They're going to be camped in there in their own half and they're going to make it difficult and they're just going to be making it making it tough. There's not going to be space in behind and, and Mendes Lang, like we keep saying, he's not a striker. He, he doesn't he doesn't like the ball with back to goal. He ain't going to pick it up, you know, to his feet and, and turn and spin and, and get in behind. He, he more likes the ball to be, you know, through ball or, you know, get the ball on the wing and face up a man and and beat him kind of thing. He's he's not that player to to do that. And they're not going to give him whoever plays up front. They're not going to be given an inch. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're going to be man marked to hell. Front and up front. Well, I've got to play Berahino and um, and Gregory. Really, I don't see a reason why why not to play. We've seen before what Berahino can do. We've also seen what he can't do earlier on in the season. But when you look at recently, you know the goals he scored. Um, I always go back to the goal he scored against Doncaster. You know, them sort of chances where he gets the ball in the six-yard box, he's got a defender on him, but he can get half a yard and he can he knows where the goal is. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't need to look where it is. He just he just knows, and he you know he's not he's not forgot that um, forgot that part of his game. So for me, Mendes Lang misses out because when he's come in, yes, he's had chances, but I think there's other players that are that are more effective. He's, he's... 
I think he's good. He could be good off the bench as well. Yeah, when they're tired, going right, yeah. when when they're tired and get him to run at him. Go I don't then, know. Go then, Liam. What, uh, would do you agree with that team? Or yeah, is pretty players... much. Pretty much. Yeah. So basically, it's go back to the team that played probably what be, before MK Dons. Is it? Is that right in saying? I yeah, can't probably. It's got to be them mid that midfield three. As much as I like, I like Dele the Delbashiru, but. You've just got to get back to it. They've been so good, that yeah. three. You just can't... Do you, you agree with that team, it. Carlton? Yeah, I do. I think I would go with Berahino and Gregory up top. I do think there's a case for Mendes Lang playing up there, even though he's not a striker. But I, just, I, I think he can create something from nothing. But I think if there's a sharp chance, I think I'd rather have Berahino... On that chance, rather than Mendes Lang. Well, then what about uh, what about Josh Windass? Then there's talk of Josh Windass yeah, yeah. possibly being fit. I don't know if this on off the bench when he's on his best work this year. So yeah, last twenty. Yeah, can't can't be starting him. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Really, to be fair, like I said, he he, he did the business against what MK Dons when he came off the bench. Um, did he come off the bench to get the score against Wickham as well in the in the home in the home mm. game? I think it was, yeah. weren't it? But uh, but yeah, I've got a. That's got to be a boost as well going into the you know the the, the final games of the uh, of the season and what have you. Let's briefly talk about uh, Portsmouth then as well. Obviously, last game of the season. Obviously, it all hinges on what we do on Tuesday night against Fleetwood. But I was looking. I said I've, I've bought my missus a ticket um, on Cop. I'm on North, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> I haven't really, by the way. She, she's sat next to me, so uh, so yeah, I best, I best, be, I best be on my best behaviour against... Um, no swearing. No, Yeah, no swearing, no chanting and what have you. And, uh, fat chance of that one. Anyway, I get, I get a bit animated, as you've probably seen with all the war wounds I've got on my legs from <laughs> when Gregory scored that last-minute winner. But yeah, um, obviously it could be important or very, very important game, like I said, depending on what we do on Tuesday night. Uh, there's a couple of things that are certain. George Hurst is going to score because that's absolutely nailed on. So get your tenors out and, and I don't know what his odds are, but get your tenors on. on. Do you want to name a prediction? I said it to Gramble Go yesterday. On then. Go 3-1 Wednesday, George Hurst will score for them. <laughs> Bobby, it's absolutely nailed on, isn't it? Any, any player that, you know, when um, when Theo Corbiano came on for MK Dons, I thought he was going to score. And the, they didn't bring Wickham on. I was about to say, the, the icing on the cake would have been Wickham scoring as well. But yeah, Um well, I've looked and North stands sold out as well, which is in, you know amazing. I saw, I saw someone said that they actually counted how many seats. They, I don't, they, I don't think they actually. Well, I hope they didn't actually count individual seats, but they probably added it all up and they said something like three thousand tickets let remaining or something. So yeah, I don't I know how true it. I don't know how true that is, but that'll be a what? What would that be like? A thirty? That's, that's got to be over thirty thousand, isn't it? Surely. Well, I've done it all thirty six or thirty four. Like full, oh, they're no taking idea. that corner out now, haven't they? So. They've took that corner out, and they've got the segregation in the north stand and what have you. I don't know what the what, what's the what's the away stand old. Where oh. did, I don't know. It'll be thirty. It'll be around thirty. About thirty thousand fans there, won't it, on uh, on Saturday? Plus. Which uh, are you taking any inflatables though? No. <laughs> What like, a, what, like a bouncy castle? <laughs> Go outside, get 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 some money in, get charging. Yeah. 20, t- 10 minutes for a fiver or whatever. No, I mean, they always take inflatables for the last game of the season, don't Beach balls. I might take... Yeah, everybody else will have them though, won't they? Oh, God. I might take a lilo. 
<laughs> couple of couple of lilos and while we get them get them thrown around that north stand <laughs> what have you are you taking Why any not? inflatables Carlton? yeah what you got in, I, I, I bet you've got blow up dollars man yeah <laughs> I'll tell you what it was a couple of weeks ago Kings in Away we played we played Kings in Away right yeah go on um, and in the crowd obviously I wasn't in the squad so obviously I, we, we, we took quite quite a few fans from Kings afar, Lane, that, that, that was Speedway weren't it Kingsley Speedway yeah <laughs> before I saw a, bl- a blow up dick <laughs> Someone and it was just it. getting lobbed it was just getting lobbed so I was like is that is that a dick? <laughs> Someone on the end party. <laughs> Been to Ann Summers. Rock kind of inflatables there, love. Like that and I heard someone, someone <laughs> in the crowd behind me. I heard someone in the crowd behind me say, I need one of those for my Hindu next week. <laughs> <laughs> Running on, we're trying to get it. But no, I'm sure there'll be a few of them. Uh, no on, uh, what, a few dicks in crowd? <laughs> a few dicks, I'm telling you. <laughs> Might be if you want pitch as well, but uh, <laughs> George Hurst is, is one of them, yeah. But no, it should be, look, I'm going to be an absolute nervous wreck because whatever happens on Tuesday, it goes down to the last game of the season. Um, Kind of feels almost like 2012, doesn't it, really? But obviously for different circumstances, you know, we're going for automatics then. But but yeah, um, I'll be, I'll be shitting it. I'm glad it's half 12 because... Any later, I, well, I don't think I'd have read it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. literally get up, breakfast, straight to the ground, and I'll be sat there at half past nine in my seat, <laughs> soaking up the atmosphere. <laughs> started, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'm going to be like on Saturday. What, what, what are you going to be like? Are you going to be nervous? I'm going to be horrendous. Well, it depends what I like. Say, you have any skin full on Friday night just to calm the nerves? No, so. no, no. I was skin full. I was skin full afterwards, no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> to have a celebrate or um, commiserate, yeah, win or lose, we're on the booze. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, Carlton? What were you going to be like on Saturday? Then are you going to be shitting your pants or? Pretty nervous, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I think obviously injuries on on Tuesday night, don't it? To be fair, but I think yeah, I'll be nervous. Like uh, keep, keep the fair flags. Yeah, mate, hundred percent, mate. It'll be class. It'll be class. <laughs> I just, I, I just want. Every, you do know. know what? There'll be even people singing on North Stand, do and off. and and uh, do you know what? The people on South Stand might even stand up and clap as well. <laughs> they might give us IO Sheffield wins. Oh, it'll, might... it'll be really good atmosphere. Oh, mate, it'll be class. And the thing is, when there's that many there with that atmosphere, it'll be it'll be brilliant. It'll yeah. be bouncing, right? Go on, what what would the as a, as a player, Giles, in that situation? You know, you need a win. Last game at season in front of thirty odd thousand fans, like. As a player, are you going to be secretly bricking it, or do you just kind of block that out? Or you know, what what's what's manager going to be telling you? I know, I know, obviously, you I don't think know, some players what... definitely will have will, will have some nerves, hundred um, percent. But what an occasion! Like, listen, as players, we want to play in these games. Yeah. Uh, in, in front of big yeah, crowds. Like, yeah, it's not like the first game you've ever played, isn't it? Do you know what I mean, you've played. No, no, of course not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I mean, it, it's it's a big occasion. Let's be honest. If we if we win that. Obviously, a lot of it goes on Tuesday, but I'm sure if we win that, we're going to be in the playoffs. So, yeah, there's, we've got, there's what four four teams going for three spots in there uh, as yeah. it stands. So, yeah, it's just I just I, I don't think I'll be I'll be out <laughs> nervous wreck. I'm going to be shitting it. It's class, isn't it? This is what it's about. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be boring winning winning league and you know ten points. That's that's why Rotherham have thrown it away, and it made it a bit more interesting. Don't want it too easy, do we? Um, right, let's uh, let's wrap it up there. Um, Carlton, massive thanks for coming on, mate. Hope you've, en- uh, hope you've enjoyed it. 
Do we want to finish on a little um, song, boys? Oh, he's got yeah. a song. Oh, look at this. Go on, man. He's got a song. Go on, then. Go on. Say top six, say top two, say we don't have a clue, but there's one thing for sure, we've got Darren Moore. Yay! <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> class, mate. Absolutely class, mate. Yeah, mate lads, thanks, thanks for having me on. Mate, love it. Enjoyed it. And just to say, we did have, we had no idea that you were going to do that, by the way, so... Uh, <laughs> Top lad, See, voice Colin. I like the uh, you know. X Factor. What do you think? Uh, I want you on my team. <laughs> <laughs> quality, quality. Thank, massive. Well, I'm, fight. I'm done. <laughs> brilliant. Uh, thanks for having me. Brilliant. Enjoyed it. Yeah, mate. You're gonna have to come on again. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. We'll get, we'll get yeah, you on. Yeah, thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, if you have enjoyed it, then do uh, do smash your. Um, subscribe and leave us a rating and what have you go and follow carl and if you're not already i'll put i'll drop his uh twitter handle in the description as well i'm sure you already follow him anyway um eagerly awaiting all the videos and everything and yeah obviously we'll be back again wednesday night for the debate show hopefully talking about the uh emphatic win against fleetwood uh, and obviously we're back again with this show on uh, Monday. We've also got the Oppo's View where we'll be talking to a, a Portsmouth fan ahead of uh, the game on Saturday. So yeah, make sure you're subscribed and uh, yeah, we'll see you again next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers, lads. Cheers, boys. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.